Good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is uh, February 10th at 5.12 a.m. I'm in my driveway about to get head on to the gym. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, it is 56, nice and cool here in Mobile, Alabama. Um, looks like it's been raining. I don't know if it's raining or just moist or what. But all I know is there's no humidity yet and that's a blessing. So... Um, there's a big chunk of the year, well not a big chunk, about four or five, maybe at the most, five months of humidity and bugs. And so it hasn't been that way, and lately the bugs have kind of come back, and I'm like, no. But uh, but it's all good, we make the best of it, and uh, we're at the pool, uh, or my girls are at the pool a lot during the summer. So, uh, able to stay cool and, and everything. Back in Southern California, my wife would always take them to different playgrounds. So many awesome playgrounds in California. But uh, but here, playground about 10 minutes in the middle of the summer, and the kids are pouring sweat over it. So it's a little bit different, but again, still a blessing, still a blessing. So anyway, we're continuing on in the book of Philippians chapter 2 now, and Paul goes on and he says, um, he's talking about comfort in, you know, of love, fellowship of the Spirit. He's still talking about verse 1. Uh, connection and being together as believers moving as one working as one serving as one and then in verse 2 of chapter 2 of Philippians he says fulfill my joy being like-minded having the same love being of one accord of one mind right that's a preface and he goes on and he says in verse 3 and 4 let be nothing not some things he said let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit but in love uh, I'm sorry, in loneliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. I love that because by default, innately, we just think of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't really consider others oftentimes. Uh, I'm not talking about all the time. I'm just talking about initially it's it's easy to be selfish if you will it's easy to only ha to have narrow vision it's easy to only think of what you need what you want what you want to do right that's easy like we all can do that now obviously or and honestly the world promotes that yeah do what you want to do you know do what you feel is right do what you think do what's best for you and here we have the Apostle Paul writing from prison being locked up saying don't just look out for yourself like look out for others put the interests of others above your own and it's like wow okay that's huge that's huge because that is the attitude of the true Christian not selfish but selfless that's why I, I don't think it's I don't think There's such thing as a stingy Christian. Do you know what I'm saying? Like those who maybe have an abundance but never give. No, it's mine. Uh, no, I'm not going to help them. No, I'm not going to give to them. No, I'm not going to... Nah, that's... I don't think there's such thing as that. Now, if there's someone who's super stingy and a hoarder and all that, they're not a Christian, I, I, I don't think. Now, there's always exceptions. But I'm just saying, 
Like as Christians, we are not to be takers, we're to be givers. As Christians, we are not to be just receivers, we are to be those who give to those who have little, who need help, who have difficulty. We're supposed to be givers. If we're not, then what are we doing? And so, I love, he says, put others' interests above your own because there's so many things that we can give. You know, we can give our time to others. We can answer the phone call. Even if we're busy and have a list of stuff to do, we can still answer the phone if we know someone needs to talk to us or they need help. Maybe it's an accountability partner that calls you when they're struggling. Answer the phone. I don't feel like it. Who cares what you feel like? They need help. Put their interests above your own. And so, I think it's a daily reminder, a daily dying to self, a daily, Lord, help me to put others' interests above my own. And in the context, Paul's talking about fellow believers, right? So, we have to take care of, you know, who we're called to take care of, those in need, but, you know, like the Word of God says, especially the body of Christ. Um, uh, We're in this together. Like, we're not (laughs) just fend for yourself, I'll fend for myself, let's all fend for ourselves, and that's the end of it. No. Look for the need. Look up. Quit looking inward all the time. Self-absorption. Look outward. Look upward and look outward. Lord, who can I help today? Do you know what I'm saying? Who can I help today? And as the Lord calls you and presses things upon your heart, He will show you. But He won't show you if you're just thinking about your stuff. If you're just thinking about yourself. And I'm not trying to be mean to you guys. I'm talking to all of us. I'm talking to me too. Like, this is something that we have to daily, I believe, often remind ourselves. Like, life is not about me. This world does not revolve around me, right? Life is about Christ. It's about the gospel. It's about loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself. And so, I just love what Paul says because he could easily, like, think about this. Like, he could easily be self-absorbed. Man, he's in prison. He, he, uh, he served the Lord. He had bold, outward faith, proactive, and he's in prison for it. He could have spent his whole time writing letters about how, you know, he did the right thing and yet got in trouble. How he's been so faithful to the Lord and because of it, there's repercussions. He could have been like John the Baptist who was in prison sending messengers to Jesus going, Are you the one or should we expect another? Like, I didn't think I would end up in prison. (laughs) You know what I mean? But the Apostle Paul didn't do that. He didn't complain. He didn't whine. He wasn't thinking about himself. Man, he was thinking about the church. He was thinking about other believers. Even in the worst circumstances you could be in. What what an example for us. And, and you know, look at Jesus. Look how he lived. Look what he did. Like He ministered from, from morning to night. He gave of himself, of his time, of his... He let the Lord lead him. He communed with God on the mountain, in the garden... Uh, in the desert like he sought the Lord and then he went out and he helped others and he healed and he preached the gospel 
and the list goes on right and so what an example for us don't be so to not be so inwardly focused just on on self that we forget the larger picture like we forget our purpose we forget why we're here we forget that there's people around us that are hurting helpless hopeless needing help so badly and we actually have the answer for them we actually can help them yet we sit idly by trying to build our own kingdoms trying to figure out what we want to do for ourselves and it's like that's the world's way that's not the way the way of Jesus right that's not the gospel way that's not the biblical way and so I'm not saying don't take care of yourself Paul's not saying neglect everything all your own needs neglect your family be a deadbeat you know dad and, and a parent and just um, do what you want who cares about anyone no like take care of yourself we already love ourselves like that's why we always think about ourselves whether it's negative or positive we're constantly thinking about us then it's like no lord help me think i want to think about you i want to focus on you i want to talk to you and i want to put others above myself what can i do for others yeah take care of yourself if you don't work you're not going to eat i understand like we got to take care of us but not at the expense of everyone expense of everyone else who is in need And I just think I think goes. I just think it goes back to the whole principle of um, being givers. Our time, our prayers, our resources, our whatever to help others. That's a beautiful thing about, and I, and I've been thinking about this a lot. I just it's a beautiful thing about the church. I love the church because, and I, I think most people don't understand this, unfortunately. And uh, I, I think Calvary kind of aired on the other way because you know when it comes to giving like just just resources just narrowing it down for a second i think a lot of the time calvary pushed back against that because all of these prosperity gospels or uh, uh, churches that just manipulate people and are all about money and use scripture to try to make people feel guilty to give and I hate that I hate that but I think back in the day Calvary Chapel uh, pushed back against that by not asking for an offering but instead putting a box in the back of the church and it's between you and the Lord which I agree with like I agree with that you know I don't I don't sit there and talk about I don't sit there and talk about tithes every sermon nor do I you know sculpt scripture to try to make it say well you need to give more I would never never do that i actually err on on the other on the other side i don't say anything unless it's addressed in scripture which can also can can be unhealthy as well because because giving is is an act of, of worship and it took me years to understand that to get that you know the first fruits and not to give god the minimum i, I don't want to give god the minimum. it's all his everything i have everything me and my family and my wife everything we have is his anyway so it took me took me a while to where last last year I was blessed to, uh, to to give more to the to the Lord to the church than I've ever than we've ever had before, you know. And it's like, thank you, Lord. I don't want to give ten percent. Last year we gave thirty percent, and I'm like, thank you God that we could actually do that. Thank you God that I finally like 
I'm, I'm, I'm understanding not just to give God the minimum. And, and that goes with everything, not just church resources. It goes with everything. I don't want to give God the minimum. I want to give all. I want to give my all for Him. But it'll take a lot of time. Yeah, it will. But it'll take a lot of energy, definitely. But it'll, you know, it'll take a lot of everything. Out of Yeah, it will. But it's worth it. It's worth it to serve the Lord and, and to be a giver. Not to be known as a taker, but to be known as a, as a giver. Oh, that's that Christian. Man, they, they give love. They give the gospel. They give prayer. They give time to listen to me when I need help. They just, they are there. They're approachable. And, and I love it. I love it. Put others' interests above your own. Well, God bless you guys. I could talk a lot more about this, but I hope you have an amazing day praying for you guys, and we'll talk to you soon.